pulpish chairs, pulp mobiles, and pulpish idolatry through the years. That's what I'll be talking about here today, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this whole idea of people being carried uh, through cities and towns uh, by men. And look on the screen there, you see... Uh, this was an Egyptian procession. This goes way back, folks. It's a pagan type of procession. You see people seated there in this little area, and they're being carried by many. And this is something that was going on for many years, folks. And it's, it's all pagan. It's pagan idolatry. And you can find that little woodcut in a book called The Two Babylons by Hislop. So that's another book you might want to look into um, for yourself. So I want to lay the foundation here, folks, that this whole idea of pulpish chairs and mobiles and all of this other stuff, it's all pagan uh, to the root, to the core. It's rotten to the core, folks. It's pagan idolatry. So what I'm going to do right now is just going to take a look at some of the more recent things from, say, the 1800s up until the modern day. If you look on your screen, you'll see an illustration, Pope Pius VIII. Now look at him sitting in that chair, and you can see that he's being carried along by many men. Uh, they had to carry this heavy weight, this heavy chair, with this Pope sitting in the chair. Uh, this is nothing but idolatry. Can you imagine your uh, local pastor? Uh, one day you go to church and they say, we're doing an outside service today. And all of a sudden you see some of the men from the church with a device like this with your uh, local pastor sitting in a chair. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? Wouldn't you just have a good laugh for yourself? It's, it's so ridiculous you'd have to laugh. But yet this is what goes on, folks. This is what, this is what goes on in the church of Rome. The man there, Pope Pius VIII, you notice that he's wearing uh, a type of thing on his head. What is that thing that he's wearing? That's known as the papal tiara. So this is a three-tiered crown within the Vatican coat of arms. If you see that Vatican flag, that yellow flag that you'll often see on cars when the Pope is riding around town, that's part of the Vatican coat of arms. And there is a meaning behind that crown. So in the past, there were many popes who would wear that papal tiara. I think the last one to wear that in recent times was Pope John Twenty-Third. So you could look into that also. Now, when the popes were crowned with this uh, papal tiara, these were the words that were spoken Receive the tiara adorned with three crowns, and know that thou art father of princes and kings, ruler of the world, vicar on earth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom is honor and glory forever and ever. My, oh my. So what they teach in the Catholic Church is that the Pope is the father of princes and kings, they teach that the Pope is the ruler of the world. And they teach that the Pope is the vicar on earth of Jesus Christ. This is not something just that went on in the past, folks. This is Roman Catholic teaching. This is Roman Catholic doct doctrine today. Oh, yes, it is. 
So this is what they believe. This is what they always believe. This is what they desire to do. They desire to rule the earth. It has always been a desire of the Church of Rome to rule the earth with both temporal and spiritual power. So the papal tiara is often decked out with sapphires, rubies, and emeralds, and other precious gems, and it has this flashy appearance. So, uh, you know, if you look at that picture of the Pope wearing that papal tiara, I mean, it, it, it exhibits to the people that he's something special, that he has power. And, and to this day, hundreds of millions of Roman Catholics are bound by this Church of Rome to believe such stuff. I'll just put a few more images up there. This is Gregory the Sixteenth, and you see him also being carried about. Imagine this going down your street. Take a look at Pope Pius the Eleventh. The same thing, Pope Pius the Twelfth. There we go. Look at him being carried, uh, borne forth by these men. Pope John to the Twenty-Third. There he is being carried. I remember this Pope John the Twenty-Third. He's also being carried through the streets. Can you imagine this pagan idolatry, folks? This is recent times. Yes, it was just something from the Catholic Register. Who's that? Pope Paul VI being carried through the streets once again. My, oh my, folks, what does this have to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ? I'll tell you what it has to do. Nothing, absolutely nothing. So it, 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 it's all pagan. It's idolatry. This man is not in charge of the Christian church. Jesus Christ himself is in charge, folks. I speak as a former Roman Catholic. I grew up believing this type of stuff. But then the Lord saved me. Glory to God. When you save, folks, your, your eyes are opened up. Why and how? Simply because you read the scriptures and, and you see that these things are not to be found there, folks. You find it to be nothing but idolatry, absolute idolatry. And that's how the Holy Spirit works. He brings people out of darkness into his marvelous light. It's the scriptures, folks. This used to be the forbidden book in the Church of Rome. They hated people who had the scriptures in their hands. Why? Because when the people read the word of God for themselves, they were set free. And they left this pagan system just like I did. So in the modern day, we don't have the people doing this anymore, carrying them on chairs. What we have is Pope mobiles. And you can see... There's one with uh, Pope Benedict XVI who recently passed away. There he is sitting in his Pope mobile riding through the streets. And there's the modern Pope. You know him, Pope Francis. There he is in his Pope mobile. You can even see that papal coat of arms that I was talking about. Uh, you see that little tiara on the top. This is all pagan idolatry. Many hundreds of millions are being swept away into an eternal hell, by the way. That's where I would have ended up, folks. Until I got saved, I was born again of the Spirit, hallelujah, back in 1989. I've been warning people ever since about this system. So once again, I want to show you that it's all pagan. It gives off the impression that the Pope is holy, that he's the leader. You need him to interpret the scriptures, okay? They desire to control everything. And if they can keep you under their wing, that's exactly what they will do. They murdered people by the millions, you know, just last night I uh, watched a video, I'll put a, uh, an image on a screen called Flame in the Wind. 
So it says they're set in the splendor and terror of the Spanish Inquisition. I watched this video uh, several times already, folks. Very well done by Bob Jones University. Uh, I mean, they didn't hold anything back. And, and, and it shows you an example of what they did. They burned people at the stake. They persecuted people in, a, in the most barbaric fashion. Folks, the Inquisition, that went on for hundreds of years, by the way, folks. You know, they believe that they have the right to kill heretics. That is official doctrine of the Church of Rome. You look, do some studying on Thomas uh, Aquinas and all that stuff, folks. It, it's, it's all Catholic doctrine. People don't even believe this stuff, but, it, but that's true. And they know it's true. So, you know, there's a video you might want to check out. I think you can get it on Amazon now for like $7.99 or something. Worth your effort, folks. I mean, we're living in the last days. Who knows what's coming down the pike? folks, but we know that Rome wants to uh, lead the, 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 the Church of Rome. I mean, the modern-day uh, Protestant church has been permeated with uh, this type of thing, this unity swinging right back and forth with the Church of Rome, folks. They don't even speak out against uh, the Church of Rome anymore, you see? They've been duped. They've been deceived. It's called deception, you see? Lying spirits. The Bible talked about strong delusion. Why? Because the people didn't have a love of the truth. So don't forget, just let me give you a few scriptures as I'm ready to go here. Matthew 23, 9, once again, it says, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. That was spoken by Jesus Christ himself. Something else you need to know. Did you know that uh, Peter was married? So the question is this, why celibacy in the Church of Rome, in the Roman Catholic Church? Why, why, why are priests not allowed to marry? You ever think they see, they give off an appearance of holiness, you see? But Peter, who, who they claim was the first pope, I think, he was married. Look at this, Matthew 8, 14 and 15. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever, and he touched her hand. And the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. So the Lord goes into the house. Uh, Pete's wife, his mother is sick. The Lord heals her. Now she starts ministering to them, probably serving them food and so on and so forth. Isn't that awesome? So, so you see, Pete was married, folks. So don't fall for this holy Joe type of thing that you you got to remain celibate in the whole nine yards. That's pagan. It's, it's from... It's from the pit, is, is, is actually the truth. So you don't find that in the scriptures, folks. Look at what uh, Peter said here, 1 Peter 3.18, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened or made alive by the Spirit. So it's a one-time sacrifice. This destroys the Roman Catholic sacrifice of the Mass that they do over and over and over, which they believe satisfies the justice of God, every time that Roman Catholic priest offers up a mass. But right here, Peter himself lets us know Christ suffered once, the just for the unjust. He's the just, we are the unjust. We're wretches, ungodly wretches. He paid the price in full, and we can be quickened by the Spirit, meaning made alive by the Spirit. I'll end it here with Peter saying here, 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, for as much as ye know yet that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation, received by tradition from your fathers, but 
with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Jesus Christ, he's the lamb of God, folks. He had no sin. He was without blemish and without spot. We needed salvation. We need to be redeemed. And that's just what he did when he paid the price for our sins on the cross. That's with the precious blood of Christ. So we've been redeemed. If you've been truly saved, truly born again of the Spirit, you know that you're right with God. You've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So uh, don't forget what you heard today, folks. We're trying to get you set free if you're Catholic uh, from all of these type of things. Remember the title, Popish Chairs, Pope Mobiles, and Popish Idolatry Through the Years. You be blessed and have a great day.